If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars, because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Ian Stone with me this morning. How are you, Ian? How am I? Yes. <laughs> That's a complex question, Alan, <laughs> which we'll answer in the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask how you are. Because, oh, you know what? Introduce. Don't. Do that. I can't do it. Yeah, listen, we're here. Uh, Oliver Scott is here. Hello. Hi, Alan. Hello. Oliver Scott is here. Hi. I'm applauding Oliver Scott because Oliver Scott <laughs> attended the fixture last night. Yeah, and it's largely my fault. He didn't, he didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this, listener, um, on, the, on the morning after a, a thrilling Premier League encounter with <laughs> with the free flowing passing machine that is Southampton. Right. And uh, and uh, mm. and I, and Ollie got back. What time did you get back to Rye last night? I, I got home at quarter past one. And then what happened? I don't have a key to my. <laughs> Doesn't house. have a key to his own key. house. I know. He couldn't get in his own house. You so, could have stayed at mine. I know, you said that. That's kind of you, but... No. <laughs> no, but more, than, more to the point, you could have had a key cut. He could have a key uh, to mine. You haven't got a key to your own That's home. Point, yeah. you could have like, a key to I don't know. Like, my, I had a key to my old house. You've got a key to... You should have gone there. <laughs> Who lives there now? You do know, you know? I do, I do, actually. Um, it's a woman, it's a woman um, called Julia. Who used to be a presenter of Robot Wars? I don't know. If, I'm sure some Did of she? our listeners. That's great. I think. I think in the in the sort of quiet years, I the love Robot years. Wars. Let's talk about Robot Wars instead <laughs> of the Premier League. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> look at those nerds' faces when yeah. they came out of the shed with their monster, and 30 <laughs> seconds later have been sawn in half. <laughs> <laughs> By something that was powered by a battery yeah. from a Boeing. But I have, I have a. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, bloody hell, fire! <laughs> Mavis! Mavis! Mavis is dead! <laughs> so you could have gone around Robot Wars now. I could have done that. Um, <clears throat> Caught bus one in the morning, though. So what was it? High speed train to Ashford? High, high speed train to Ashford. Low to speed mini cab to Rye? Extremely Roy. low speed mini cab. <laughs> was it horse and car? <laughs> Let's go back into the 19th century. It goes further and further back. No. It's a bloke waving a flag. I had to walk the last two miles. <laughs> no. Across the marshes. Across the bog, yeah. No. Well, it it's a like great expectation. With no hope of getting in my house at the end of it. Why are still the key is annoying me? I've got to be I'm honest sorry. with you. I'm sorry. You know, you're... Well, 
grown up. I know. Well, as you say, Alexander's got his. He's fourteen. My son, he's got a key. Oh dear! So then, um, well, you, so you couldn't get in the house. I couldn't get in the house, but fortunately, we have a we have a, a kind of outside room with a bed in that. Was, so you were undercover. It was. There's no cold. danger of dying of exposure. No, well, it was cold in there. It's bloody, it's it cold out there. It's, it's freezing. Ca- it's colder. I'm telling you what, mate. <laughs> it's a hell of a lot colder in Rye than, it is, than it's ever been in London. <laughs> exactly. That's the point. You know, when you get frost, you get frost on the cars yeah. out there, and then in here, you it's get frost like in the day down yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, was, slept it was essentially outside. Well, it was co- it was cold, but at least that. The, I hadn't locked that door, so... Did fun. you get undressed? Uh, I, I kept my tie on. <laughs> just, just your that, tie? Does that provide warmth? <laughs> well, it's like a scarf. <laughs> just a tie. Uh, it wasn't... It wasn't. At, it least, wasn't at least you had the warmth of the game. I was going to say, yeah, that, that, the was, that was... The like memory of that glorious... Oh, don't, I don't have to... Why do you have to bring that up? Well, yeah. because that's what we're here for. By the way, <laughs> I only saw it on Match of the Day. I didn't see the game. I didn't I even know Match, Match of the Day was on. Match of the Day was on. Oh, the highlights. Match of the day. We look quite good. I'm in media lockdown. Oh, we look quite good on Match of the Day. I was I, I got out I was doing a gig and I got out of the gig and all I see on social media is people moaning and I think alright then I get to watch the match of the day a bit later and we created a lot of chances yeah do we well you know I'm just saying I'm looking <laughs> uh, we do we created a lot we of chances we the ball for the whole game so so I mean alright we dropped two I'll tell you points. what happened yeah. I tell you, don't make me tell you we, we were we're chronically underpowered you know the phrase running out of steam actually refers to when a steam engine <laughs> runs out of steam it does, yeah. and it literally can't power the wheels anymore. We do. That really is what it feels like. But we still created plenty of chances to win the game. Their goalie had a worldie, right? Yeah, he did make yeah. some saves. I mean, he did I make mean, some saves. But there was never really a moment where you thought, goal, this is it. What, with Ozil, with Ozil half a yard out, poking the well, ball that at him? Was, that was, yeah. how, I don't know how he kept that out. It was a fantastic was save. Massive. And really he made a don't. number of great saves. So... Do you know? Yeah. That was the first thing that Alexander said to me. I phoned him up and he went, well, that was incredibly frustrating, but their goalkeeper is fantastic. He is. Is what he said. You know, and, and any normal goalkeeper would have won that by a couple of goals and no, he'd be moaning. Oh, if know. we hadn't... If, listen, if we're not creating chances, then I'm getting upset. But the fact that I watched Match today and we had 10 chances, mm. two or three of them which are proper chances... Of course we should score, but... Well, can I read you some numbers out? Yeah, yeah. All right, I want to read you some numbers out, <laughs> yeah. OK? I've got the Match Day programme. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't burned it. <laughs> all right, Mez Ozil, who we all adore, he's played 22 games this season in the Premier League. How many goals? Five? Two. Three. Three. All right, Theo Walcott, 14 starts, four sub-appearances. How many goals Five. in the Premier League? Three. <laughs> Joel Campbell, how many goals has he got in the Premier League this season? Has he got any? One? Two. Two. Ten starts. <laughs> it's shit. Yeah, it's not good enough. There's nowhere near enough goals coming. Alexis Sanchez has only scored in three Premier League games this season. He got a hat-trick at Leicester, which slightly distorts his numbers. He's not getting any goals either. We're totally reliant on Giroud, who's, who's gone from a quite a fun... Aaron Ramsey, 20 starts in the Premier League. How many goals? None. Four. Yeah. I'm three goals really in the last four games. Three goals in the last four games. It's really dire. We're in the ballpark. It is dire. <laughs> it, there's nowhere near enough mm. goals coming from any of them. And yeah. we are getting, yeah, we got the ball the whole game because Southampton don't want the ball. Mm. That's why they let us have the ball. They don't want the ball. They let Gabriel and Koscielny have the ball. They go and mark the fullback so we can't get out via Bellerin and Monreal. So Mane and Long go and just do a defensive job yeah. for the whole game. The whole game. 
long span. The whole game just pushing our centre backs when the ball was in the air, mm. hoping he might get away with one because that's all he's really got in his locker away from home. Mane did nothing really in the game except run and chase people. And when he got sub Mane, he started to run off, and then he quickly realised <laughs> he had to walk, so he stopped and walked. At the, I mean, it was. The time at Forza okay, took 30 yeah. seconds over every goal kick. They broke up the play with lots of niggly fouls. Yeah, you can't, it's not there. It's you not... can't really ever give a yellow for. Mm. So that's what you're up against. Yeah, well, it's very, very frustrating. But we just don't have the power and the oomph to no. get through this. The, heart, the first half was a total waste of time. Yeah. You need much more. There's no The centre midfield is a dire situation because Flamini, even though we've got to sign someone in El Nenny, who's obviously not going to play, so I don't, don't know when he's going to play him. So that was a good transfer window. Excellent. <laughs> Compared with the last transfer window where we got checked, thankfully, but we didn't get anyone. And so now Coquelin's not quite ready, but still a better bear. Arteta, I don't appears to have given up on him. What, what are we doing in central midfield? There's no relationship Why did between... Why did not play? I don't know. He, he was walking he about in a suit on, on the touchline. He looks good. Yeah, he so he's injured. Yeah, he looks <laughs> great. Him already. He looks wow. like he should be hosting The Voice or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. I'd like it if the chair... <laughs> the Egyptian <laughs> version of The Voice. Who's that bloke down there? He works for Egyptian TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. He look, that suit's excellent. He's been shopping. He's been here a week. <laughs> Ramsey and Flaminia don't appear to get on. They certainly don't look at each other or talk to each other. So when the ball's with our centre-backs and we're trying to play out, mm. it's got to go through Ramsey or Flamini. It's got to, but Flamini seems unable to get, get involved with play in that way, to build mm. play from there, or doesn't want to, or it's too easily thwarted. So we make Ward Prowse and Wanyama and with the other guy, whatever his name is, Romeo or whatever, you know, the Spanish mm, guys yeah. in Chelsea for a bit. They look like world beaters, you know. Yeah. They're showing no ambition. No ambition to get in our house. It's not, for the, it's not their job all. to show any ambition. At though, all. So the first half, I said, so we have to win the game in the second half now. It was an amazing bit of skill by Ozil to get, get on the end of that long ball and nearly score. I don't know how forced to get that Absolutely amazing. He brings it down. It's a perfect touch. But this isn't. This is now, like we were underpowered at Stoke. We looked feeble. That was a nil-nil where we should have won. Stoke aren't doing very well at the moment. They can't score a goal. We should have won at Liverpool. We should have scored four. Yeah. And we blew it against we Chelsea. We blew that in the mm. Chelsea game. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it hasn't been good lately. And, it, and this horrible feeling of sliding. <laughs> it's like watching Jamie Vardy score. <laughs> I'm thinking about Tayo in India on a beach somewhere. I'm thinking, T, T, tell me again why you don't want to sign Vardy. <laughs> tell me again, how did they find these people? What is going on that they've got Mahrez and Vardy and Kante? What is going on that Tottenham got Deli Alley? Tottenham fans are hilarious on Twitter at the moment, right? Because they think they're, now they're above us. They can barely, they're bouncing off the walls. But Deli Alley's got more goals in his first season than Jack, in the Jack Premier League than Jack Wilsh has got in his old career. Yeah. And now we're we missing people. Where we have we ended up starting with Arteta and Flamini as our backup in centre mid? What happens if we get an injury? Well, we did. And Santi's gone. Yeah, Jack's not coming back. Jack's not season. coming back. Is no. he? I mean, we, we we looked so poor. We're missing we're missing players, and it hasn't gone well. But you know, two points. We off did get in the area a lot. We had the ball the whole game. Yeah. They just yeah. let us have it. <clears throat> And, yeah. then, and we cannot get through. Look, I mean, Alexander... It was he, killing me. Alexander said there's two things that wear him up. Right, he, he did have you share. Was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's he old. He didn't say you, he said the crowd. <laughs> of which I think you, he certainly meant you partly. No, it was more the fact that the crowd are getting on the players a little bit and every time they misplace a pass, there's... there's there's general oh what's he doing what's he doing trying that pass immense frustration yeah like, no of course I understand that but it doesn't help does it it does not help. but Ian what are you going to do when you've paid a grand to sit there mm. and you know there's 90 million pound in the bank and you know that we need a central midfield player who can dominate there is a 
gaping Patrick Vieira-sized hole oh, in our midfield, we right? Went the, we yeah, went we to the Patrick Vieira. We, we were very lucky. Thank you to Amy Lawrence, friend of the podcast, yeah. our only friend, yeah. who took us <laughs> to the Patrick Vieira tribute I dinner. I sat next to Liam Brady. Liam I sat Brady next to was at our table. Fed, and was at our table. It was great. And there's Vieira and Petit <laughs> chatting and laughing. And I went up to them and I gazed up he at them. nuzzled, I nuzzled I took Manuel about 98 Petit. selfies. There was a lot of shots. Lucky for me, Petit was nearly as pissed as I was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was lovely. It broke my heart. That there's obviously some deep freeze going on between Wenger and, and Vieira so Wenger's did not you, there and not mentioned did you say he didn't mention he, he didn't say he didn't say his he didn't he didn't say his yeah. name he didn't say his name it was really weird talking about all the influences of his career they've fallen out they've fallen out in, in an a similar in room, way yeah. to yeah it was the elephant in the it room. was ridiculous but more similar way to Keenan Ferguson you know he's, he's my I, did, I nearly died for you father I'm not <laughs> your dad <laughs> Can I have a job? No. It's I like hate that. you. All right. It's, it's like that. It's like that. It is. And, and, it, and it is galling, of course, to watch Patrick Vieira talking about Man City and all the rest of it and think, we used to have him. He used to play in our central midfield. And, he used to, and they showed clips the of Brian him Brian Marwa gets up. We decided to find a role for Patrick within the football club because there's a player within the football club and knows how to win football matches. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> He's a football twat. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I hated it. So yeah. we found a role for him because he hasn't got his badges, right? He's not even a coach. <laughs> so we made him director of youth development, gave him an office. They gave him an office and had him walk about because they brought him in for, to, to boost the brand, yeah, right? Yeah. As part of their long term strategy. And I was howling with laughter the, 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 week, well, the other day. I was reading one of the papers about Manchester City's recruitment successful. Enlightened, it was described <laughs> yeah, that, I saw that. by some dickhead. I think it was the Independent. Yeah. Their enlightened <laughs> recruitment policy identified targets, four or five options. What are you talking about? They've just done 54 million quid on a winger. How's that an enlightened recruitment policy? Yeah. They did another 49 million and they identified the two best young wingers in the world. Can I have a and have put, a and put 100 million quid on the table. How's that enlightened? <laughs> oh, bullshit. It's spoken. It's I can't nonsense. even read the papers. It's nonsense. So they've blown everyone out of the water and assigned the two best young wingers in European football. And now they've got the best football. manager. Yeah. Now and they've got the best manager. But it's still behind Leicester. Yeah, at the yeah. moment. Who can, can sign people for four million quid who are better than ours. I'm not even cheering on Leicester, though. Oh, the moment on, I start, no, the come moment on, I start mate. cheering them on, they'll blow it because that's how it works with my support. <laughs> not, I want them to win as much as you do. I'm gasping for them to win. Of course. Please, God, let them win. I hope they beat us 6-0. <laughs> Oh no, no! Now, now we're behind. We we'll go, go on, Rich. Go on, Rich. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I was talking about on the buses. Oh, last night I was virtually. Why oh, you, butler? I was really. Come pass it, Rich. Pass it to a shirt. Not half play. Walk up. Walk up. Your shit. <laughs> oh. Lost it! You got the programme there. Ten years Ten of Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott. Ten years of Theo Walcott. Oh, has there ever been so much goodwill directed oh. towards one man? He is now only, <laughs> only oh. Premier League appearances under Arsene Wenger. Only Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp and Patrick Vieira, by far the best player never to have won football of the year, have made more appearances than Theo Walker under us. I can't... Mm. It's killing me. He's scored 80 do. goals in 10 years. We should sit back for a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten, years, 10 years of Theo Walker. He said that he scored a brilliant goal against Manchester City. It yeah. is the only Great thing goal. he's done. Great goal. I'm looking at it thinking, what is happening? There's so much faith 
from Arsene Wenger in people he signed as teenagers. He gets them as teenagers and he backs them and he backs them and he backs them and he backs them and then eventually he gives up after about 10 years. And they let him down. They let him down. Look at all the teenagers he signed around our side, you know? Mm. Aaron Ramsey, Joel Campbell, Theo Walcott, all around the side. He bought them all as boys and he rears them and he teaches them and he nurtures them. But they don't have the the power of personality the strength of character to put a foot in leave a mark on someone whack someone they haven't had to fight and scrap their way through the leagues they haven't had to battle their way out of Africa or wherever people come from who end up in the Premier League and make a mark do you know what I mean I'm serious that's what I'm talking about and they don't they're just just sort of reared cosseted modern British children right they don't have and, and no, neither does anyone in the ground. So this is, what, this is what I propose. You rip out all the seats in the North Bank. You put in safe standing rails in the hope that one day we'll be allowed to use them. But for now, we use them as seats. We up the capacity to 65,000. We pack the North Bank with people who live in Islington, and it's 15 quid to get in. And we change the atmosphere in the ground into something that's fiery and means something to local people about you agree, Arsenal. You agree about the atmosphere, though? Because that's the thing oh. that it's Alexander... catastrophic. Alexander was moaning about that more than anything. It's he catastrophic. Says, I understand passion. I understand passion, he said. But he said this, this moaning this this getting on the players you back. only hear the moaning because the other people aren't there mm. there was always the west stand at highbury who sat there in silence for every game i can remember the east and west upper when when don howe used to run it along the back four trying to draw one of their midfielder slow hand clapping slow you used to hear this <laughs> from the upper tiers it's always been that but there was also was the north bank and the clock in they were just local people yeah. local people young people young working men working class kids from the estates all around the ground pouring in they were the fans that was the club and it's totally gone completely gone it's antiseptic in there at Highbury if we were at Highbury I think we'd have more points than we've got this season. Because in a game like last night, when the team is a bit underpowered, it's frustrating, Southampton exceptionally well-organised, brilliant goalkeeper, something extra needs to happen. And that's us. And that's us. It's the high, it's Highbury. Yeah. You know? And we're back again. We've gone around, because we do this cyclical <laughs> podcast, yeah, cyclical which we've been doing for years. <laughs> we're back again to Highbury didn't die for this. Right? <laughs> it didn't die for this. What is the point of having the, the highest match day revenues in world football? Yeah. And the game kicks off and we'll just sit there in silence. And we're not the only ground that's been destroyed. Anfield has been destroyed. Mm. Going to Anfield used to be one of the most exciting Intimidating, things. Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah. I stood on the cot with a friend of mine who's a Liverpool fan when I was 19 years old to watch Arsenal. Obviously, it was very silent. <laughs> And Liverpool won 2-0. They had a brilliant team. But it was exciting on there. Old Trafford used to be a great... Going in the away end at Liverpool, you were packed in the corner, squashed in on the terraces. Mm-hmm. The whole ground, the atmosphere, the whole place was something else, you know. Old Trafford, the Stretford end, that yeah. used to be a thing. I stood on there. I used to go at grounds and stand on other people's terraces just to feel it. I stood on there. I know what it was like on there. It was fantastic. Mark Hughes stamped on someone and the whole place went mental. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ref did a mime what, it was showing why he was booking him. Only a booking. To stamp, for stamping, right? He did a little gesture with his legs saying, I'm booking you because of this. And then Mark Hughes mimicked him doing it. <laughs> and all around me, people were just yelling and screaming it, you know? Mm. And you get, I watched the other night, Liverpool played Stoke. In the League Cup semi-final, they play. They have to, they have to play. You'll never walk alone over the tunnel, you know, to they get do. the fans going. In, in the old days, you would have been drowned out. No point putting a song on. They wave a load of flags and they put them down, sit down, and shut up. 
But you said, Chris said, when it, when he came in, everyone it took ages for everyone to get in. So there was lots of chatting yeah, at the start of the game. Everyone's the just having a having a it conversation. Takes ages. They're searching everyone on the way on the ground there, so we don't have a Paris attack. So that's yeah. a problem. And you people can't be expected to get there at quarter to seven. They're coming people from come work. Come to work with. I had my bag. But Leicester City's grounds, right? <laughs> Why'd you have in that? You didn't have a key. You <laughs> had <laughs> everything else. He's got an inflatable sleeping bag <laughs> and a sort of Scrooge hat and a pair of bed socks, just in case he has, wherever he lay. His hat, if he gets you. home a minute past 11, he's not allowed in. <laughs> oh, listen, I'll tell you what, though. I was going to get me off and moaning about the ground, but I'll start again in a minute. But on the way down to the pub after the game, I'm amazing. We're walking well done. along, we're walking along with Keith and Ollie. Keith's going, I don't know whether to get my hair cut. <laughs> I was thinking about getting my hair cut a bit shorter, but it's got cold, isn't it? <laughs> I'm wondering whether to go a bit longer, what with this cold weather. <laughs> I mean, I'm not making this up. Listen to him. What are you talking about? What are you going on about? I'm like, how are you, 102 years old? You're like, you sound like a demented old man. This is it now. We've all gone senile. You're talking about growing your hair because it's winter. What are you on about? And then he goes to Ollie. You've got short hair, haven't you? Do you, you, you suffer from the cold? And there's a little beat. And then Ollie goes, I've got a hat on. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> piss myself. <laughs> We should, it's time for us to get out of the ground, yeah. right? We should just get out of the way, <laughs> give our tickets to someone who's going to yell and scream for the Arsenal. Because there's no, there's nothing, there's no, the, the atmosphere has been designed out of the Emirates. I mean, it was designed out of it. It was designed as a replica of the Stade de France. The Stade de France is not a home stadium. No. It's a national stadium. <coughs> we did not have a home end, right? We didn't build a home end behind the goal. At North Bank, there is not a home end. The away fans have a better time of it in that corner because they're just like our away fans when yeah. we go away. They're all together. They're all the sort of people who away's love the club. Always where it's at. Always where it's at. It's great. It is. Go away and, and it's I the love same it. at the Emirates. So, tear out the North Bank, put in safe standing rails, pack in as many as you can at cheaper prices, move all those people from the North Bank season tickets who won't be happy into where the away corner is, get the away fans upstairs, yeah. right up in the roof, just like they are at St James's Park or the New Camp, or there's loads of examples, and change the atmosphere. Change, get people in who are a bit more noisy. You know, ruffians. Get the riffraff in. Get the people in that you have priced out and try and recover something of what we had at Highbury. Otherwise, we will just get less points. I don't know what. I would like to see a comparison of points per season at home at the Emirates and Highbury over the last... We had a much better team. We had a much better team the last 10 years at Highbury. We had a better team. Mm. We had Thierry, We had those players you were talking about. We had Thierry but Henry. But Henri talks about Highbury. <laughs> Henri talks about it. We all loved Highbury. but special place. the library, by the way. Yeah, so it wasn't like the atmosphere was always amazing down there. We used to sit and go, oh, well done. Lovely goal. We used to turn up there expecting one of our heroes to do something amazing, and they did. So it wasn't the... I mean, I understand what you're saying, and you're harking back to a time... But but I'm not so sure that time existed much after the 80s. And we were shit for a lot of the time in the 70s as well. You know, I understand yeah. what you're saying. But it, it's more the fact that, that the team are not producing two goals or whatever, three goals from Aaron Ramsey, one from uh, Campbell, <laughs> uh, Walcott. <laughs> Walcott, I mean, I, I've heard lots of moaning about Theo Walcott and we've all felt it for a long time. Mm. But, he, you know... It's he's time not- to deliver. And Flamini, honestly... Well, the best will in the world is someone who tries very, very hard yeah, and gives yeah. a lot for the shirt and covers a lot of ground and gets in a lot of people's ways, never where you want him to be. as a kind of chaotic, perpetual motion. Yeah. Wan Yammer, on the other hand, basically stood still for 90 minutes and just <sighs> patrolled that area of the pitch, knowing that Urza was going to come his way at some point, and he had to just track mm. him. Ramsey was in one of his moves where he was just chasing, like going down cul-de-sacs, and you know, he wasn't going forward, he was just getting the ball, going back, going sideways. 
The second half he was better. They're all. I mean, <coughs> it's like saying to to, to Keith, we walking out. The first half of him was so dismal. Yeah. It really was. And then within about two minutes of the of the second half, there was an improvement, wasn't there? I mean, just in terms of the players looked a bit more up for it. Did Keith answer you, or was he still talking about? He was still talking about his hair. <laughs> but um, <laughs> there was an improvement. There was a feeling that now we were going to start. But I'm, I'm looking at Oxlade Chamberlain on the bench. He's just so talented. He was played in central midfield against AC Milan about three years ago as a teenager. How's he not in there? How's he not in there ahead of Flamini? You're playing at home. How's Chamberlain and Ramsey not our central midfield pair with the desolate mess that our central midfield is? How's he standing on the bench when no one's playing well? Campbell didn't play well. Walcott came on a sub, was hopeless again. He's in terrible form. Giroud didn't do much, did he? They've got good centre-backs. And, you know, he's up against these two blokes and there's no service, really. And he's trying. They're trying to go into his feet, but they've got their central midfielders so close to the centre-backs. That gap is squashed. You've got to try and go around the outside, but we've got wrong-footed players on the wings. The 4-3-3 is a mess. If teams are up against you with 4-4-2, why not just match them up? But we've got no one with enough power to be on their own in the middle. The whole thing was so exasperating. But, I mean, it's fair to say that if that Ozil chance had gone in... Different game, we'd probably win 2 3 We'd probably win the game. Then we go to Bournemouth with confidence and we might recover our fall. Because there is a bit of a feeling that someone's going to get it in a minute. I didn't see a team... um, From the highlights, and this is only the highlights, I didn't see a team lacking in confidence. I saw a team making chances. They're trying. They are. They're trying. But the ground's working against them. The atmosphere in the ground's working against them. The ticket pricing, the design of the stadium. It's not uh, ideal. The but home it, thing is, can I, can it can be changed. It can be rectified. That's what I'm saying. You can do something about it. Do you, do you think, I, just, just on that point, I, and I don't know you guys see it in your comedy jobs, but do you think that's, in, that's endemic of crowds generally in like gigs, you know, comedy, comedy shows? Well, I know what you're do saying. You, I, think, I, don't, I don't know. It's no, just, I think that what we have now at football, not just at Arsenal, they're, they're more of an audience. They're more customers than fans. And they expect, oh, come on, we've turned up. We expect us to win, as opposed to realising that it's about us as well as the, as the players. Well, there's, also, there's a big difference. Right? iPads, yeah, ta- yeah. iPads. Ta- <laughs> Taking film, there's too much of that stuff. It is a little bit Capital I One I see one more person get an iPhone out <laughs> and take a video of a substitution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know what the hell, know. what is going on in life. Yeah. They put the board up and about six people get their phones out and get a little... What, is, what are you doing? But I think what Alan's saying is right. It is indicative of the fact that if people are paying 40, 50 quid, 100 quid, whatever, to sit there, also, they expect entertainment. In our it's ground, not just yeah. about the expectation, we were going to win the league, right? We beat Man City. They did a big lap of honour. This is it. Walcott's in the post going, it could be our year. And then the next thing, it just collapses immediately. And so, of course, you get an immense frustration. And people are upset. Oh, they got every Whereas right to be Leicester, frustrated. Yeah. Leicester, right? Leicester, they are having the time of their lives. That stadium, which I still think of as the Walker Stadium, whatever, the King Power, King whatever Power, it is, yeah. is rocking. Yeah. And it isn't a £1,000 for a season ticket there. And they've got people that they found through excellent scouting. They're well organised. They've got an outstanding striker. They are going for the league. They've got 14 games to go. If they beat Man City in their next game, the odds are going to come tumbling and this could be the greatest story in the history of the mm. Premier League. And it's all about a club and a team and a city, everyone together, pulling the same way. It was, it's lost to Arsenal. They have lost the core support. They've lost the grassroots. They've lost people. They have never had a home in. They never had a proper spot where it's cheap to get in for local kids from local estates. There should be someone going around just saying it's tenner in. Give it out tickets. Get people in. Well, it'll happen. We're going to be noisy. It'll happen. If, if things go badly and 10,000 people don't turn up in a couple no, of years. But how bad is it if we're top four? 
It's the same thing every year. Oh, no, we'll get in the top four. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll we're in that. Four. Here we are again. <laughs> looking at the FA Cup Comfort draw. Zone, about yeah. to get thrashed by Barcelona looking at top four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, That's, the yeah, deja vu is yeah. killing me. Right? Well, the whole league is different except for us. It's killing me. <laughs> we just carry on in fourth place. Next season, what it, what's it going to be? Mourinho versus Guardiola? Uh, uh, very lightly, yeah. In Manchester. Very lightly. Yeah. Each club spending 200 mil. This yeah. is our year. <coughs> well, that's what you'd think. You look at them and think, you've got to do something about it. That's what you'd think. You've got to do something about it. But, you know, I mean... More shot. Last six minutes, right? Four, there should have been oh, ten minutes added time. Yeah. Fonse had a head cut on his head and wouldn't get off the pitch. So he had to be treated on the pitch. Forster took half a minute over every goal kick. It was driving us mad, right? So there should have been a lot more added time. But we had six minutes and failed to get a ball into... Yeah. Sh- I'm thinking at that point, now, Theo, Sanchez, Ramsey, get up the pitch, get around Giroud. It's going to have to come long. You're going to have to win a second ball and get some shots off. It's the last six minutes. And still we're passing it sideways and across oh. and round and carrying on our style of football until the whistle eventually put us out of our misery. Mm. And you're thinking, come on, it's got to be, let's, let's send Koscielny up. We've got to try and score. And in the end, Gabriella had to take someone out down the right-hand <laughs> side because they were going to get one on the break and nick yeah. it. Yeah, Koscielny should have scored as well, shouldn't he? Oh, he had a great chance. It was too <laughs> close to the goal in the end. But, yeah. I mean, it was a brilliant ball by Ozil. Ozil yeah. was nutmegging people, yeah, selling was, dummies. Three was, minutes into stoppage oh, time, he's doing everything he can. He's to talk about the, our best player of the season by a mile. Yeah. Mm. But you know, I mean, I, I'm not saying that the goalkeeper didn't have a good game, and he obviously did have a good game. But you know, maybe when you saw the highlights, it might have been easier to see. But of the 20 shots we peppered on their goal, uh, I don't know how many of them were genuinely like. No, there was the there was that one brilliant save, but. We didn't make him do that much, you know. He, he made he, a great he made a great save from Juru when he I had a shot from about the, twenty yards out. He yeah. made an unbelievable stop from uh, from Urzil from two yards out, and another one very late on uh, from Sanchez, I think it was yeah. when we, when he danced through, and a couple of other saves. He made the save from Urzil when he brought the ball down somehow, like yeah, some magician, was... <laughs> and side foots it, but. No, he, he had a great maybe, game. Maybe, he had a great game. Yeah, there were four or five too. presentable chances. You know what? If you're going to win a title, you've got to put one of them away. And you're saying we're a bit underpowered, but we still did enough we to win goals. that game last night. We used to get, used to get goals from Pires, goals from Jungberg, a few from Bergkamp, stacks of goals from Thierry Henry. You can't get... You can't do it with three or four goals each in the, midfield. We haven't scored for three games, have we? Well, we were looking at the goal difference. With like, yeah, like, we're 15. To- Tottenham's yeah. goal difference yeah. is because Tot- Harry Kane's got 15 <laughs> on his own. <laughs> Tottenham always had the worst goal difference. Even if they were in sixth place, they'd have minus two for goal difference. Now they've got a goal difference better than ours. Yeah. I know. I know. Harry, it isn't It isn't good. It's not funny. No. <laughs> You're right. It's it is not, not funny. funny. I know, but what can you do? Sign, sign better players. Not, not, not now we can't. Not, it's February the 3rd. Not put your faith in people for too long who aren't up to it. Well, what about Jack? What about Jack? How long do we hang on with Jack? I mean, we, we haven't, what we've had about, 20 games out of him in the last two seasons. No, no, How long no, do we no, hang no, on? No, no, no. We could, I'm we, just we, asking. No, we did we, Diaby for six seasons and it stopped us signing another central holding mid or player who played in that position for six seasons and then he left. And then he left, having done what did he do for us in the last six seasons? I felt terrible for him, but you know Listen what? In. It's a pragmatic when, business. When Raheem Sterling was wanted out with Liverpool, and I and I said in here, do you, well, should we go for Sterling? And you were adamant that we shouldn't go for Sterling. And then I said to you, we well, yeah, Thomas Rosicki's about 108, <laughs> yeah. and he can't walk 10 yards without bruising the toe or something. <laughs> Wouldn't you, if you could have Sterling in the number seven shirt, wouldn't you have it for 50 mil? I'd have bought him. Yeah. If you've got to be serious, if you want top, top draw, 
You've got to be serious. It's serious money. So in central midfield, there must be someone you can just do 30 million. Who's <laughs> going, what about this guy at Sport in Lisbon, Carvalho? That they won't sell him now because they're going for the title. Well, like, and they yeah, don't often win the title, I hear right? His name. Yeah. yeah, we hear his name all the time. So he's player of the tournament, we under 21s <laughs> or whatever. He's that, you hear these names. Inter Milan, again, I'll say it again, Condogbia, 25 million Inter Milan. He's the other one. He's the other name right? I hear. <laughs> this, <laughs> these, <laughs> this is what it costs, is what I'm saying, yeah. to get top drawer in there I and mean, we're here with Flamini and Arteta we're here they're leaving at the end of the season how are we relying on these two boys there's no, nothing against either of them right? loyalty with Arteta and, and it sort of stopped us buying another player he's looking at it thinking if we get no injuries and if people who are 32 play out of their skin we might nick this mm. and, that, and I'll still have 80 million in the bank and they'll look like a genius mm. but you, you've got to go and re- you have to invest you're looking at it, then you've got you've got to find someone. You must know every player in the world. We are underpowered in central midfield, chronically underpowered. And the thought I was thinking about Vieira and Petit all game. <laughs> yeah, I know. All game. Yeah, yeah. Romeo and Ward Prowse. Yeah, the yeah. just would have been on their asses. As soon as you go near Vieira and try and rob him, you get a bruise somewhere, <laughs> upper arm, <laughs> on your chest. In your eye, <laughs> just one of his gangly arms will just catch you. They showed some of the. If you tackles. try and get round him, he will snap you They showed some of the tackles. They didn't even show my favourite tackle, which is on <laughs> Stephen Gerrard in the cup final in Cardiff, yeah. which is just one of my favourite moments in football. Full stop. <laughs> got us but, out of our seats. Uh, we got us all thirty thousand <laughs> Arsenal fans in that end just stood up. It was a fantastic moment, and they showed loads of those tackles. And we haven't put in a tackle like that in central mm. midfield oh, no, since he left. I said, "Is there anyone in this team who can win a ball?" There's no one who could win a ball. There's no one who could... It's not even about necessarily power. What happened to Cochrane, by the way? Where was Cochrane? Cochrane came, came on, on with six minutes on. to go and nearly... And he nearly took the lump out yeah. of Shane Long. <laughs> his first tackle was a clumsy... But where, why, why, didn't he, why was he not on there? Was I he injured? I think he's ready. He was rusty against Burnley. We, 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 we saw El Nenny against Burnley, right? Mm. He scampers about. He's got lots of energy, box box. high energy. Scamper. He's not a powerhouse. You no. know, he's not. He's not even as big as Cochrane, actually. So he's got some shots off. He looks a player. Mm. And the next thing, he's in a suit and he's watching from the <laughs> sideline, <laughs> thinking, "That's what you've done. We're going for the league here. We're going mm. for the league. If you don't trust Chamberlain in central midfield, and you obviously don't. In fact, you don't trust him in either way. Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, what has happened? He's standing mm. there on the sideline. We're desperate shot, for a it? goal. Get him on the field. Surely he's better than what's do you, do out you, there. Do you think one of the reasons we're disappointed is I think that people generally thought oh Wenger's sort of changed because he'd started signing Ozil and Sanchez and Czech and it was like he and was he, taking a slightly more pragmatic approach and to, he put Coquelin in as well yeah, I mean Coquelin is true and, and I think we were I was I was personally you know no fool like a like the old fool but I was personally thinking we were going to have a storming couple of transfer windows and it was like right he's changed he's going to spend the money particularly now where it was it was like within reach yeah, yeah you know yeah. and I appreciate it's, there it's for difficult us. to buy it's there for us. but yeah. money you know you can't tell me if you don't, if you offer like the you know, ninety million quid for someone amazing. They, they'll sell at any time. You know, any any time of the season. It doesn't matter. It just didn't oh, do it. I'd have, got the money, I'd have Sissoko and Wijnaldum out of Newcastle. We have the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got the money. It does. It's not seem like crazy. we don't have the money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mental. But it was never going to happen. I never thought we were going to spend the money in January. So now we have a big rebuilding job in the summer. Wow. We've got a rebuilding job because Flamini and Arteta and Rizitsky are going to leave. Mm. There's three big spaces in the squad. Maybe you've replaced Flamini with Elneny, you think. Or maybe you might think, I've replaced Rizitsky with Iwobi. Or maybe I might replace Arteta with Wilshire. So, I'm done. 
Don't need anyone. <laughs> oh, and can't. Cazola's coming back. It'll be like a new signing. Cazola'll be like a new signing. <laughs> Here we go again. We're oh, off again. We're in a case I know. Go. I know. But then this is what? What is this leading to? This co- this conversation. What? I believe are you... it's called regi- regime change. Oh, no, <laughs> no, but I'm asking a question. Are we there again after a couple of poor results when we're well, two points off me, of Man me, City me, and five points off it, the top? Let me put it like this. It's really interesting to think of this in the context of, the, of our dear Queen. <laughs> I'm liking where this oh, is going. Julian Clary, <laughs> come on! No, no, no. Because think about it. It's it, when the, when the, the, our Queen eventually dies or abdicates and, and Charles takes over, there will be so many changes in everything that we do. So money will change, stamps will change. So many things are going to happen. Like the, I know that the younger royals are popular, but the Republican movement will come in and it will all be. <laughs> Go on. You know, no, nobody says to the Queen, "Oh, you can't run a yacht or you can't have a train or say to the Prince Charles." Are you going in the Duchy of Cornwall anymore? But as soon as there's a regime change, all those questions get asked again. Civil you know? war. Well, <laughs> yeah. Usually what follows. Here's hope. Civil war. Yeah, but oh my God, what's happening at the moment is we're asking that question while the Queen is still in charge. <laughs> this <laughs> is the problem. We are, people, people are, people I mean, you know, she's the queen, he's the Queen, for goodness but, sake. But you, he's on the money. But all you need to think about is you need to sit there and think, okay, so assuming you've got the same crowd the same stadium the same income largely the same cl- uh, players yeah what are the small but uh, important changes that you would see if a new manager walked in like what are they they're not massive things but they're quite so the first thing that happens is the new manager and by the way there's a rumour already that Guardiola wants Aaron Ramsey at Manchester City <laughs> next season so that might be the first thing that happens <laughs> a new manager has no loyalty to any, any of them yeah he's loyalty he's loyal only to himself he immediately has to change things so that the team does better than it has been doing. He has to challenge for the title. Mm. So he'll look at his playing squad, he'll look at his budget, he'll look at players that he likes, and he'll think, he's better than him, I'll take him out, I'll sell him, and buy someone and put him in that place, and he'll change the squad. There's no sense... It, it might be a horrible catastrophe, a la Manchester United, you know? But the truth was, I think Manchester United, for the last couple of years of Ferguson's reign, were punching way above their weight. Yeah, yeah, just purely just of because him. they looked at him, him and they would do more. Yeah, They did more for him than they did for Moyes. And they did more for him than they do for Van Gaal. They just did more for him. Mm. They wanted it more. They were scared to go and address him without giving the, the, uh, the 110% or whatever people say. No, I'll, I'll give 200%. I'll give a million percent. <laughs> they gave more percent. They <laughs> <laughs> did. So, did. Uh, but, you know, so what in the that? end, though, you know, you can go into a club and you can rearrange the playing staff and improve it. I don't think... Fenger thinks he can improve it particularly. He doesn't want to disturb it too much. And mm. then, if I buy this person, so it'll kill that it'll one. Kill that, that one. Stuff. Oh, it's just the Nielsen. We killed the Nielsen, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> For example, we were laughing about all the people who want to come back who've been released. <laughs> oh, I watched Match of the Day last night. Ibuwe wants to come back. Sendros oh, has been released. Craig, Craig Eastman. Craig- <laughs> Sammy Rimpong. and Nasri can't get in the squad. Oh no, don't. I, I watched Match of the Day last night, and all we're watching a uh, phobia scored for Bournemouth and Sean's going see 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 what see what he scored for Bournemouth he missed the sitter and then he scored Uh, Tuba Atmon got a hat trick Tuba got a hat trick the other day they're all doing Adebayor came on for Palace almost scored (laughs) (laughs) he did yeah oh dear see baby there's a baby upset as well Uh, even yeah Uh, Liam Brady said at the dinner we went to uh, that Chris Willock is good so that's uh, nice. That's How old is he? Good. Is he 14? <laughs> he's, uh, he's in the under 18. There's a, a, a two of them, isn't there? He reckons he's good. 
Really Bialik as well is meant to be. No, he didn't mention him. But Chris Willock, Willock. he likes him. He likes Willock. So he'll come through in the next. Brady's uh, four job five now years. is to oversee all the ones that are out on loan. So he goes around the country, <laughs> going to see them play, having a chat with them, letting them know that they haven't been forgotten. If he worked for Chelsea, he wouldn't have time for dinners. He'd be constantly on the road, wouldn't he? <laughs> Where am I going now? Give me a day off. Yeah. So tell me that we're going to beat Bournemouth for the weekend. No. Do you want me to? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows what he's doing? Cockland going back in. He's if, got to. If we he's beat got Bournemouth, to. If we beat Bournemouth and City beat Leicester, we're two points off the top in February. We need to not win the worst games. place to be. I mean, Jesus. You know what? We have to have a sense of perspective. Do we not? I get How too hysterical. I, well, one of them will step up, surely. We've got enough talent in the team we've scored in the past. Have we? Are they as good as we think they are? They beat Man City. Who who are currently and and they beat Leicester five two are currently three points clear at the top of the table. Yeah, so you know yeah. we can score, we can. We're just not doing it at the moment. We're scoring a lot less than the others. Uh, We've mm. only got thirty seven. Yeah, There's not enough goals in the side. And then she really missed that sitter at Anfield. It's killing me. <laughs> yeah, it's killing me. Yeah. What else did I want to talk to you about? Oh yeah, we went to that dinner and you pissed off into the VIP area. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> when someone what? comes up to you at a, at a fancy dinner and says, "Hi, oh, mate, I've got some VIP passes here. <laughs> no, you want one? What you do then is, oh, I've got a couple of mates with me. Can they come in? <laughs> you don't just just not a backwards glance. <laughs> <laughs> you, what should be happening is you should be coming back to us going see that bloke over there with the lanyard hanging out of his arm he said oh, I could go in the VIP area but my mates couldn't so I told him where to shove his VIP area but no it's not, it's not, it's not a cloud of dust like a cartoon he, um, where's he gone <laughs> I got Amy a glass of champagne oh yeah Amy, I did get Amy a glass of champagne Amy did about 500 quid on wine for her as uh, well as you know I sending her text the next day go, I'm really sorry about all the wine but then afterwards I remembered I think I drank wine off every table in the room <laughs> I can't be I honest like a massive mind sweeping exercise at the end of the evening at the end of the evening I wasn't looking at you thinking he hasn't had enough wine <laughs> that wasn't the first thought yeah. that occurred to me. if only there was more wine for Alan yeah. I'm sorry me, you know who's left at the end of the night outside the Savoy getting a cab me and Emmanuel Petit <laughs> I swear to God I got about 19 selfies with him on his mobile very obviously <laughs> pretending to talk to someone and then I couldn't find my coat so I'm going like, bearing in mind that I've only just got my voice back I've been chronic, I've had sinusitis bronchitis lost my voice I was talking like this it all sounded night. ridiculous I sounded uh, ridiculous uh, yeah, yeah. Very I was funny. going Patrick Patrick <laughs> everyone are <laughs> loves you you should come back one day when the Queen is dead. I said, I said you you can be president of the Republic, Patrick. So I was embracing him. I got photos. Amy's husband, who's a lovely fella, he was taking photos of me, lengthy session of me. Talking to Vieira, gazing up at this huge, smiling <laughs> man. Up, yeah. God, what a footballer he was. Yeah. There's none of that. I was watching Flamini last night. Can't get the ball off the back four. Can't turn and start the play. You know, if he gets it, he gives it back to one of the back four because he can't turn and get away from well, that anyone. Was that was Keon. Keon made a speech. Driving you mad. Vieira would just demand anywhere. it. Two men on him. Flatten one, outpace the other one. <laughs> he did it for a whole season. <clears throat> then he'd look up and Burkamp would be in space. You know, like the shopkeeper out of Mr. Ben. <laughs> I'm the unmarkable genius. Why'd you do this to yourself? Well, because there are. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible to play football better than we are. <laughs> I can't. No, 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 no. 
Apparently not. There is no one out there who would improve this squad or oh, team. No, United fans are having the same thing. Liverpool fans have had it for 25 years. United fans Liverpool fans just wake up in the night and go, Kenny Douglas! <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to do that. You know? And United fans must be like, lying there sobbing thinking about Roy Keane and Paul Scholes. Mm. But, you know, you, you do have these legends of the past. Whereas Leicester don't have any. They, they have Gordon Banks and Mike Pedgick. John Burton. <laughs> where his name is. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Keith it's Weller. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Keith Weller's the one with the white tights that beat six men. It's time for me to shut up. He was actually angrier last night. <laughs> no, I can believe it. I change can the, change the ground. Alexander is, is going to have to wear some earplugs. It's <laughs> right in front of him. Change the North Bank. Change the ground. I think it's slightly <sighs> radical from just having a North Lord draw with South No, I don't think it's... Change the I think ground. it's been a problem all along. Listen, we've all felt that. But we just thought we, what we need is a league title and then it'll feel like home a little bit more. No, I don't think that's it, mate. I think you've got to you've got to look what's happened in football. If we had you've got to look at all see stadiums, dead atmosphere. You've got to change the ground. Yeah, but they've all got that. Man City have got that. Obviously, they've got billions of quid to spend. But they've also got an all seater stadium. Chelsea have had an all seater stadium for ten years. They won four titles, haven't they? No, it's not that. You must say you say sense in what I'm saying about mm-hmm. the type of, of people who I go do. to football now. Of course, now. I do. Don't have the passion and the, the club. They're not Christ the sort yeah. of people who are loud and noisy and shout. And turn up from the pub at the last why, minute. That's why away games are much more They're fun. They're much more because fun. Because you get 3,000 proper fans. On the piss. Yeah, on the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Open up They're the bar. on bars, the piss. Tear out the seats. It's more fun at the bar before you sit down at away games. It is. It's, it's <laughs> tremendous fun. You then can get you there. see, right, what people in there, then you see people holding their phones up, getting so they can remember the songs, the new Urzel song, which, yeah. by the way, no one at the, at the home ground knows. No. Because you can't hear it. No one sings it. All I heard all night was a win, the Saints go marching in. What? Yeah. This is our ground. No. So there's no one, there's no sense of getting everyone together behind the goal and blasting out the away fans and making it a place. Yeah. So you need to get, you need to get higher strength lager, cheaper <laughs> seats. <laughs> right? And accept the fact that someone's going to urinate on, on the floor. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right? It's not the theatre and it might yeah. get you a goal every now and then because it might... Give the team something, but isn't isn't this you know isn't this isn't this just endemic again of the of the fact that the money in football isn't in people going to the games? We're we're literally like just no. background background on a, on a load of TVs we worldwide. Mugs. We are mugs. You know, it's not, but it's not. That's agents, not a problem with Arsenal. That's a problem with the Premier League who have. You know, I mean, well, we, we have the most expensive. We have the most expensive ground. I mean, it's yeah. eighteen hundred quid for a season to get above us. 18... No wonder they're sitting there in silence. They can't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) You start to figure what you would do with that money. (laughs) I mean, really. I've got two season tickets. Cost me over two grand. But Sean comes, right? Sean's old school. Yeah, Yeah. I I would say so. (laughs) Proper old school. So, number one, he can't afford a season ticket. No, so he shares it. And number two, when he does come, he yells and shouts so much, you end up wanting to go, all right. (laughs) Honestly, it's like someone talking in a library. (laughs) All right, right, Sean. Sean, Sean, don't embarrass us. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, What are you yelling? Why are you yelling and shouting? Darling, stop it. The the ground used to be... Everyone was like that. Everyone was like that, yeah. Yeah. We still have the guy behind us who who was... uh, who was was a little bit, you know, he couldn't decide what what colour hair Cumin had. Do you remember? He was like, sit down, you blonde twat. <laughs> and he was like, oh, actually, sit down, you, you <laughs> strawberry orange. You strawberry blonde twat. <laughs> and then, my favourite thing of all night, it was total silence in the West Lower for the old guy. And eventually something frustrating happened, probably involving Theo. And someone got up and went, it's not like we're going for the league or anything! <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and then you can hear that stuff. I mean, I said to you the other week, it was raining hard. I could hear the drips coming Well, you down. can hear the whistle when the game blows off, can't you? Like, yeah, you can hear the goalkeeper ear. shouting. You can yeah. hear all that stuff. I agree. I agree. Well, we're part of it. We also sit there. Well, no, well, I, mate, we're not part of it because we're old and silly and tired and we should, we deserve our place <laughs> in, the, in the West End. What we're yeah, but that's most of the fans. the next generation. What is the shame... Uh, uh, let me put this to you, right? You've got Alexander who's 14 years old now. In the old days, by now, he'd have been saying, can I go on the North Bank? Oh, yeah. He was, can I go right, on the yeah, North yeah, Bank? I've got to stand with him. Yeah. Right? And you'd drop him at the North Bank gate, wouldn't yeah, you? and meet him after. And he'd go in there mm-hmm. and have the time of his life swearing, shoving with with people, meeting people, and then you'd come out get and you'd meet him. peed on. Yeah. Get his, <laughs> get his urine-soaked Dunlop green flag. <laughs> and then you'd meet him after the it game, and you, we'd say to him, how was it in there, Alex? Yeah, yeah. And he'd go, it was amazing. Oh, he could, yeah. well, he couldn't talk, oh, could he? He couldn't talk. He'd be like, <laughs> His heart would be pounding, he'd be pumped. That's true. He'd have been saying, I'm sorry about all the anti Semitic chants. He was. And you just said, It's all right, son. What happens in the stadium stays in the stadium. I know, it's not what you really think. And we'd have been walking along with him going, What's it like in there these days, son? Is it good in there? Do you remember how? Do you remember? We used to go in there. We would be there. There's nowhere in the ground where he's going, I want to go in there, Dad. I want to go in the mosh pit. Well, he's asked, he's asked me to go away now. I mean, we go away because to games. Because you have fun. to go away for it to be good. Yeah. But then it's more expensive. So make the North Bank like that. Make it like that. Mm. Pissy lager and crappy bits of pizza and it's all antiseptic and no one's allowed to stand up or pizza wave a with flag. bread on the top. <laughs> I can't stand it. They've killed it. They've killed it dead. They've never looked at it and thought, what, what do we need in the ground? We mm. need a place where people want to go in. We need a mosh pit. Well, we we need allowed. it loud. Standing wasn't allowed, so mm. it wasn't even an option, was well, it? Can you, could you expect, like, you know, because obviously I, I went to Highbury a lot less than you, um, but could you maybe explain to people who, who never went or to people who've never even been to the Arsenal, like what difference you think it made to the team regardless of the quality of the players like that atmosphere when they came out at the beginning of the game and they'd kick around the North Bank had a chant for every player in the team yeah and the number one player would get his chant first one Liam Brady (laughs) there's only one Liam Brady and then they would wait and they would applaud the North Bank and then they would wait in the where where am I in the pecking order (laughs) second player staple two Staple two, Alan, Alan, Sunderland, Alan. And these chants are coming from different parts of the North Bank. One group of fans do break, so another group starts Alan Sunderland, so another group starts David O'Leary, and, and everyone, seven or eight of them would get a song. Mm. And seven or eight of them would turn to the North Bank. There was a bond between them and the crowd. That is long gone, long gone. How can you from the corner flag anyway? So that was a part of it. So they knew that we were there, we were watching. They knew when, when, they, when we had a corner... And then we were kicking into the North Bank. Willie Young would come up from halfway. They'd see him coming. Willie, Willie, Willie. He only scored about four headers in his entire <laughs> Arsenal career. But there's something going on. So when it was Steve Bold flick on at the near post and Tony Adams crashing in, you're crashing into the fans. Mm. You're, in, you're in. They're part of it. So this, it makes a difference. Home games are much more difficult yeah, for, for away dis- teams. It's all too disparate. There's no, mm. there's no focal point, is there? You're right. It's just a feeling of mm. of the fans, the what there is at away games. 
which is basically loads of people on the piss. <laughs> and people were standing about on the terrace drinking pints of lager, not suggesting that that's an ideal, but there was a feeling of a, lo- of a load of people out for a Saturday. I wouldn't say that a away... A good shout at the football, I, maybe a fight. Uh, maybe, well, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that away games are exactly a family atmosphere. No. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not a family good atmosphere. Good though, isn't it? I, well, I, I went to Spurs away when we won in the Capital One Cup this year, and, and I wouldn't take Alexander. It was too dangerous. That's the truth of it. It's not a place for families but the atmosphere was one of the best I've ever yeah. been in it's with us giving them stick and them giving us stick back and I, and that's part of the fun of it I agree you don't get that at the Emirates you do not no, and it, it, obviously that intimidates the opposition it's more fun so, look at Celtic Celtic had a really average team they never lost at Celtic Park in about mm. 10 years because of them crazy Celtic. fans Celtic used to be one stand with seats in they could only find about 3,000 people in Glasgow who didn't want to get drunk and yell their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole of the rest of the ground was a massive terrace. Yeah. I went there once. I went to the Celtic Park and it was a League Cup. So I was during the Edinburgh Festival. Right? I got on with one of my mates, two drama students standing. <laughs> neither of us spoke for the whole game. And we went and stood in the jungle. And I just stood there and I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. I loved it. There, right? and if, I just thought the whole, they used to come down for testimonials, didn't they? Filled a clock end. 7,000 for Sammy mm. Nelson's the, the Arsenal player who had a testimonial, Ooh, they'd say, who do you want to play? Celtic. <laughs> the ground would be packed. Like My favourite on one was when it was Tony Adams' testimonial and the whole of the, the clock end was singing there's only one Jerry Adams. <laughs> and Tony Adams didn't realise that he's applauded him. <laughs> <laughs> he's welling up. <laughs> <laughs> English centre half, they hate him, right? <laughs> <laughs> the trickler on there, oh, I loved it. Mm. I loved it. But they still have something of that mm. in the Bundesliga, right? They still have something of that. Well, that guy's in the, Swiss, Dortmund. the guy whose name I can't remember. The Swiss guy who was with, at the pub. Yeah, Richard's mate. Richard's mate. Yeah, and he was saying it's because it's ten euros to go and see. Burn or he goes to Germany and watches the games and we, the only way we understood it was by saying we remember when it's like the Greeks come or you play the German team and you watch them in the away end and they're always having such a laugh yeah, at their drums fantastic and their well, I've seen Dortmund, fan at, uh, Dortmund fans at the Emirates and Bayern Munich fans mm. and the, the noise they make and the oh, togetherness incredible. they feel with the team where well, we see that mm. you can't, you can't, it's like going to Elf the Musical you were really upset with the prices <laughs> oh, of those tickets, yeah. weren't you? He said this the it's other too long, time. <laughs> it's too comfortable, and the fare is not worth the price. <laughs> yeah. The fare and offer, not the train fare. Yeah. yeah. In my case, Anyhow, that's probably true. Please, God, can we beat Bournemouth? Mm. We have to go to Bournemouth and get a win. Everyone's got to step up and score some goals. Everyone has. And then we got Leicester at home after that's that. Yeah, and that's, the, that's it. Right? Barcelona as well. Barcelona in a couple of weeks. Because yeah. if we lose these two matches... She's not out of the question. Well, we're out of it. It's like all that. over. Yeah. And we got Old Trafford and White Hart Lane to come and everyone's laughing at us because we're scrapping away for a qualifying place in the Champions Again. League with a £90 million pound transfer budget. Again. Yeah. And, a, and a rebuilding job to do in the summer. So, it's still on, <laughs> lads. You're doing your best, but it's still on. Mm. I, don't know, I don't know how we're going to do it, but start by beating Bournemouth, eh? Anyway, thanks, that was... <laughs> See ya. Vaguely, <laughs> <Vigley>, I thought. <laughs>